Unfiltered and Unhinged. Hello, people. How's everyone? Welcome. This is going to be a very thorough <laughs> review. I laugh because we did have to Google the, the background of the movie prior to, even though we've just all seen it. Well, hang on a moment now. Two of us out of the three of us did not lose the plot or the you know some of the bits of information because we were drooling over torture scenes, Victoria. Which should we explain what fucking movie we're watching before somebody thinks it's some sort of dodgy porn? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. We weren't, you know, that's for a later episode. You know, we'll browse some, you know, porn categories. What no, was Jean? <laughs> Hey, she might be she might be more knowledgeable than than she lets on. I don't want to find out. I have to look that woman in the eye. Okay. Well, if we were browsing porn, we'd be looking in everywhere else apart from their eyes. So I'm, I'm gonna stop yeah, it's gonna start twitching, Andrea. Shush. <laughs> I'm the one with the dodgy eye. <laughs> but to you know, to to clarify. The three of us watched The Grey Man, which came out on Netflix on Friday, Friday, Friday. I believe. And we all watched it today to give a review on it. First initial thing, when I was reading through it, I was a bit like, it's it's a little over two hours. I was like, does it need to be two hours? But after watching it, Yes, it kind of did need to be two <laughs> hours. I think if it was cut down any shorter, it wouldn't have had the same effect. So two hours was actually the perfect amount yeah. for the film. And the acting in it was superb. So you had Chris Evans, you had Sir Ryan Goosling, <laughs> and I can't pronounce Anna. Anna D. Almas, I think that's how you pronounce yeah. her name. You had Reggie Jean. What's his last name? Basically, the Duke from Bridgerton. Yeah, Duke from Bridgerton. Can't think of his we don't know what his name is. Head. Don't mean and Billy Bob Thornton was in it also, and mm-hmm. he was fantastic in it as well. Also, I think what the one the Russo brothers played had a CIA at the end. I think it was Joe. Yeah, so I thought I, I was going to say Joe. But yeah, that was it. Was it was it was a very good movie. It was some. It was something I was very excited for. Do tell Antori, why were you so excited? Because I'm a bit of a Chris Evans hoe. <laughs> just a, a little just bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, love him with all of my all of my being. Just adoring. We can take a minute to appreciate that the trash stash in this film was ten times better than the god-awful moustache that he had to grow out when he was on... Was it on Broadway he was? Yeah. He was the police officer in the Broadway show. That was bloody awful. He looked like a heroin addict with that moustache. It was he looked, horrific. He, he looked like something you'd see on like a really bad cartoon. Like, that's how bad. I like Chris, baby, if you ever decide to come on the podcast or listen to the podcast, I love you. Love you. That moustache and that haircut was traumatising. It is traumatizing, and even he admits it. Though there was a there was a there was an interview recently for the Grey Man where he was with Anna, and they were doing a lot of press. And ET Canada, they posted that picture. He was like, "Do I have beef with you?" Yeah, (laughs) that was an awful picture. It was like a mugshot for like how to catch a predator. He looked awful in it. He he looked like he was on like Britain's Most Wanted. He was. (laughs) He looked absolutely terrible. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm not shaming or bashing the stash. You know, lots of women like a stash like that. Me personally, I don't want a hairy caterpillar on a man's upper lip. That just doesn't belong there. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be there. You know, if it was accompanied with a beard, oh, 10 out of 10. But the fact that it was like a naked mole rat here and here and then just... (laughs) A hairy caterpillar up here, it was a no-go. But the stash in this film, much better. It was better looked after. It was always it, oh, it, it was thoroughly looked after. I mean, mm. it looked beautiful. Some essential oils. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well Natural growth. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Looked, Love looked that. delicious. 
We did. Yeah. We love a good character development. We we, we love a good villain. Mass <laughs> <laughs> murder? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but do you remember when the f- first pictures of the Grey Man came out and Tori saw the picture of him with that mustache and was horrified? I think I I think I cried. You did cry. You did. You were you because you expected the worst. You expected the I, worst out of it. I, di- I did, but then it's it it slowly grew on me. Slowly, like I mean, like, like a fungus. Yes, slowly. Yeah. And then another promotional photo came out, and it was from another angle. I think it was the angle. It was the photo that it came out with, like that angle not as best you but you did not like the angle of that angle I didn't like the angle many favors no it was so good but then another one came out and I thought oh oh." (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like drool immediately (laughs) so yeah I ended up loving the trash stash and I just think it's a a, for the Russo brothers to go Chris you need a trash stash for this and him go all right Mm. Just love him. Just think, oh, no. We'd expect nothing less. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll probably talk about like each actor in the, um, in the movie and like their performance and their character and their character development. Um, mm. I think we better start off with, we'll probably best off getting them out of the way. Oh yeah, because otherwise, if we leave it linger, you'll just get too excited over talking about a particular scene, which I know is going to get brought up. <laughs> Why don't you start us off, Tor? Tell us, tell us all about you know Floyd's character, his character development. There wasn't much development. Um, so I will say, out of the entire film. And when it comes to Floyd's character, there was one line that I just think it was just so hilarious. And it was just for me, it was his line out of the entire film. And it was, why are you walking like that? Because I was shot in the ass, Suzanne. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, it was just 10 out of 10. It was just, yeah, it was just lied to to a T. And I think... I think the like that whole scene, absolute masterpiece. Like it's just so him. But then him give somebody commented on my TikTok. I did a reaction to like seeing like Lloyd for the first time, uh, which had a big grin on my face. Just sum it up, and I'll get into that in a second. But basically, somebody said when he was given instructions, it was just all they could think of. They closed their eyes and they were just like. There he is, my captain. Like that's all they could think about, and I'm going, get, get kill people. Yeah, that's that's definitely what he what he says. He wants to shoot up somebody. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that that definitely makes me think Captain America. But no, I I I, I can't agree with that. I think obviously Chris being Chris, you know, Gil was going to associate with Captain America and things like that. But mm. I, I this was very this was very left field for him, and I it actually was. Think- it to go from playing like a beloved character of like Captain America to then playing a sociopathic, <laughs> you know, hire for kill hitman, it's very polar opposite. But it, he played it so well to that I actually kind of forgot that he was Captain America at one point. I didn't like I didn't to me, Captain America, yeah, like to me, it was just very much this is completely separate and. He did a fantastic job at it. His acting was spectacular. I mean, the whole it was just it was something so different for him. I mean, obviously he's played Ransom Drysdale, you know, he's it's an iconic character. Whereas mm. like Lloyd is under that level of crazy where he doesn't think of the consequences of his actions. I mean, neither mm. does Ransom, to be fair. However, Lloyd is so impulsive, he's manipulative, he's, you know, he's just, he's just all the things that you don't want in a boyfriend, mm. yet for Chris mm. to play him the way he has, I don't think I could have seen anybody else play Lloyd Hansen. Mm. 
I think you did it perfectly. And to be fair, so the premise of his character was that he was a part of the program that Six, which is another character, was in. But because he was so impulsive, didn't think of any consequences of his actions, he was kicked out of the program and then became this hire for kill that, you know, the government would make use of, which wasn't exactly by the books either. But it just plays into this the whole concept of the movie being that he's essentially hired to kill what would have been one of his own, but he doesn't see him that way to him. It's I'm getting paid to murder someone. And it was quite seducing. I must say it was, I think I'm going to talk about that scene. I got me on hand flustered. Um, he was in the middle <laughs> of torturing a man. And um, he, this is when we first see Lloyd and he, leans down to the man and just just stands in the way that he goes down to him to go and educate him I needed a fan I was like good god I was like I don't know what it was maybe it was the show that I don't yeah, know what it was no yeah you do yeah you do don't lie you know exactly <laughs> what it was let me just read what I said in the group chat <laughs> because that'll basically sum it up now I'm not condoning murderers What's at all by, by this I'm just saying that she's also not condoning torturing no well, me no not at all um, but I just feel like Tori just may have exposed one of her kinks right there by saying <laughs> that it was a scene of torturing that had her hot and flustered that's all I'm saying just Chris Evans nobody else does it for me um <laughs> My, I sent my reaction to the group chat and went, it's the fact he's torturing the man and my fucking brain's like, I can fix him. It's the look of love. And then I was like, look at the smile that there is. It's some fucking unhinged shit. And then Andrea said, I do worry about Tory states and men at times. The fact he's torturing her, uh, torturing the guy and has got her all hot and bothered. I went, I was going to lie and say I wasn't hot and bothered, but my brain went to, <laughs> went to the thought of him doing that to me and I went slightly feral. <laughs> so that's yeah that's me out of myself but basically chris's character in that scene chef's kiss but chef's the whole you, you know what chris's character in the whole thing he played lloyd really well it was something oh, really different from he really did play lloyd really well i think my favorite scene of his was the in when they were in the maze oh yes the knife scene uh-huh sorry i wanted to be the knife I've never, I've never wanted to be a knife more in my life, but that rhymed, but I wanted to be, I wanted to be the knife. Yeah. Just as an aside. I just it's, thought... the hand dish, it's the hand movements. It mm. is the hand it movements. Just perfection. Yeah. It was. Perfection. Yeah. It was, it was good. The whole, the whole movie was brilliantly thought out. I mean, the way that the amount of action that was in it and the amount of action that Lloyd was in and them being that impulsive and like, kidnapping you know somebody's niece like I mean that's mm. very cliche when you want to get to somebody you know you take a family member you kill the family members whereas Lloyd did it in a way that he knew we would get to a lot of people it was very mm. well thought out it was very it's like okay if I do this I'm gonna annoy this 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 and this and I'm gonna get what I want it's kind really? of almost a it's a contradiction to his character in the sense mm -hmm. of like he's impulsive and doesn't think about his consequences whereas he knew he had nothing on six because he essentially didn't exist he was a ghost he was he was a ghost he, he had no information on him so he knew that by getting to the person that brought him into the program was going to be the next best thing because you kind of seen throughout the movie by the way we should have also said spoiler alert but that's kind of obvious you should know that if we're reviewing this movie there's going to be spoilers in it but don't worry I'll add something in if I can <laughs> yeah <laughs> just put a big flashing warning on it spoiler but it was so well thought out that it was like right well if I then go to Billy Bob Thornton's character I know that it's going to get him I know I can get his niece then I know that if he ha if he can't go to him he's going to go to I think Margaret was the girl that was in Margaret Cahill yeah. yeah so it was very well thought out so a huge contradiction to his character's characteristics so to speak it was kind of like he went against himself in that sense that 
you know, he, he just, sometimes he just doesn't think of what he wants to do. It's like basically what you just said, just he doesn't think, but then he thinks about, I know I'm going to do that and I know that's going to do that to somebody else. That'll do this. Mm. But then he's got, he's like, when he said, like, was it um, oh, Suzanne, when she said, how are you going to do this? And he was going, I've got teams all over the world and he's seen them come in. It's like he thought he had them on speed dial. They'll do anything for him. Mm. What if they, what's he done in the past for them? No, that's the thing. Because he's, he's just known for killing people. So what? That's what that's what I'm wondering is is if they go down along the line of sequels, are we then going to get a prequel of essentially Lloyd's backstory and like that? How he could pull on so many essentially another other assassins and you know other ex-military people who just would have wanted money for murder essentially yeah so I hope they go down the line of that way because it would be really interesting to see his his backstory I'll have to read the books I think that's one thing that I'll definitely have to do is that they've done like a movie cover book when they've got Chris Evans on so I'm gonna buy it um (laughs) so (laughs) shut up (laughs) uh so yeah I'll uh I'll I'll get the book and I'll read it and then I'll possibly read the others and then I'll then we'll see what where what direction it goes. I think because obviously, um, because of what happens to Lloyd's character, that I don't think we might see Lloyd again. I think that might be the end of it. That mm. it's a that's the end of Lloyd's character. We don't actually get to know anything more about it. Whereas in the books, there might be more of a backstory to Lloyd. Mm. Whereas I think that we could possibly do a th- uh, like, I mean, obviously, we, you know, we do book podcasts as well. And, you know, we do like we can always do a review on those books, link into the movie and how it's different, for example, mm. just as an idea for a future podcast. But we could definitely do that. Like how different is Lloyd's character from the books to the movie? Yeah. I think that could be quite fun. But yes, Chris Evans is acting and the character that he played. 10 out of 10 for me now whereas I on the other hand which I normally do you know what normally I wouldn't have been I mm-hmm. and I think it stems from the fact that I never watched the notebook or anything like that so I never understood women's obsession with Ryan Gosling because I just I didn't watch many of his movies but I was much more of a Ryan Gosling girl in this film not gonna lie that scene where he was washing up to get his passport taken and the down his arm I wanted to lick it there I've said it I wanted to lick it because he was the bitch how fucking dare you (laughs) first of all you have said worse things about Mr. Evans that we are not bringing up in this current podcast how dare you are you going to be doing it with a straight face yeah exactly she laughed yeah exactly I'm 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 refusing to take that from you Anyway, um, I I loved him in this just from like the little kind of, you know, kind of kid humor of like bribing him with bubblegum to how his relationship with what was the daughter's name? Claire. 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 Loved that whole thing. And especially with oh, how it rounded up at the end where they're in the maze and he turned to her and said, this is just another Thursday. After that being one of the staple lines at the beginning, I was like, perfection. Loved it. Caitlin, you also said you were more of a Ryan Gosling girl in this film. Yeah, I've never had a thing for Ryan Gosling's movies. It's not, he's not been one of my favorite like actors in some movies, but I went into it thinking, okay, Chris Evans, like Anadonymous, I like I love her. So I'm like, that's gonna be my thing. But I really enjoyed watching Ryan Gosling's character, Six. As you said, but though with his relationship with Claire, it was so like he took care of her without wanting to. It was such a natural like thing. He was bodyguard. That was it. And then all of a sudden he just just wanted to protect her at all times. Like when he carried her into the hospital. Or a pacemaker when it was having the issue. He went, so he had no thoughts except for her. Yeah. And the fact that he remembers that when when 
uh i can't think of what is what is billy bob thornton's character's name in it again she's not fitz. Fitz. So when Fitz had rang him after, you know, he had organized to get him out of Bangkok and had obviously said, they've taken my niece. He could remember back to when he had first, when he was first had to look after her and said that she had had a pacemaker. He knew to remember that, you know, her pacemaker could be, it could be tracked at all times. Like if something ever happened, we could track her pacemaker to find her. And he knew to remember that, which was, it was a, it was a really good detail to, to kind of add in. And it just like that, it just, to me, it added more to his character it really, did. because it was very much like he remembers the little things. That's, I, I, that's what was, I enjoyed. I honestly think that was like the best like relationship in the movie, because you got to see them like when he first met her, to like the end of the movie where he walks in and goes just another Thursday it's a full circle yeah and like like that it it was it was one of the best it was because to be fair there wasn't much um relationship development throughout um you know because it it wasn't really a movie built for that but that relationship development from start to the end was fantastic so like that it went from being a glorified babysitter that he didn't want to be to as you said feeling the need then to I need to protect her at all costs like she you know but then again it was also because not gonna lie I did cry when Fitz chose to fucking grenade himself and the others on top of the roof I was like I was like you were shot okay yes you were shot and you also that was it that scene where Lloyd was taking off the man's fingernails <clears throat> I I I had to physically close my fists because I have a thing with like that kind I don't know what here's me I have a thing about that kind of torture it's not that kind of torture I don't not, I don't I don't enjoy torture but there was just something about the pulling off of the nails that had me like I can't watch this this is not for me I just I just I couldn't it was it was too it was almost too gruesome for me but he had with he withstood that and then he got shot and I was like you can make it through getting shot you know what I mean I was like just hang in there and then he was like nah fam I'm I'm going to pull a grenade and Axe me and a couple of others on top of the roof, which I was really sad about. I made it worse is like Claire's shout. Oh, that was heartbreaking. It was heart wrenching. <laughs> like she fully, her heart broke. You could see it. I just I knew I thriller would be so emotional. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honest it to was, God. You know what? Although Obviously, I'm a Chris Evans girl through and through. I did. I was saying this to the girls earlier. I loved Ryan Gosling. Like I was saying, my like my top three characters were possibly six. Why the fuck's her name gone out of my head? Miranda. Miranda. Why the kind of Michelle? I was going in my head like Michelle. No, it's not Michelle. <laughs> and then Lloyd. <laughs> like they're my top three, and I think it's uh, basically everything that you guys said. It was just, you know. The, the the affection that he had for Claire unknowingly it was just an immediate bond between the both of them it was just a bit of wit I loved his character I think it was a it was a brilliant brilliantly developed character in a way that it was very smart but also you got to see him so calm under pressure when he's getting fucking shot at by all fucking angles from like every bit like they're like Literally. we'll just deal with the police and he's just like hanging there like Tied to a bench. Fuck's sake, how long has taken? <laughs> Can someone pass me a key? I'm yeah. kind of stuck here. Yeah. Key, but then he just it was just really quick, so he could have got out of that situation quite quickly, but he knew if he waited, it would kind of be like, you know, like he could do it quite quickly. Whereas Lloyd's on the fucking thing going, how hard is it to fucking shoot someone? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it was kind of almost like the Hunger Games in a sense, yeah. but he was a bit like, if I hide behind here, 
you know, no they'll all me. essentially, they'll all essentially kill each other for me. Like it's, it's, I don't really have to do much, but actually just because it came to mind there, the, the movie's still fresh in my mind because I watched it this morning, but even the detail of uh, when Six was taking care of her at the beginning mm-hmm. and when your man had broke into the house and she was listening to the Please. record quite loudly so she wouldn't hear anything to then when it came to the end when he left the note for her to play the same record and to play it loud so she wouldn't hear all the gunfire and stuff when he came to rescue her I was just like this is the sweetest ending and I love it but it didn't give me the redemption that I wanted because can't pronounce your man's name but the bloody Duke of Bridgerton the fact that he got away with it and that other one, I was like, I don't, I don't get any satisfaction from that. I was a bit like, yeah, fair enough. Six went off into the sunset with Iran happily ever after. But I was like, them two are still in charge of government services and they as crooked as a horseshoe. I was like, this does not give me the redemption that I wanted. But thing is though, that does open up to having like they can do more with the series like if they make it into like a trilogy or a duo or anything they can still take characters and build on them Mm. they haven't left it in a place where oh the end is the end there's still stuff that you can do that makes sense so i mean it's not really a closed off ending except for lloyd lloyd definitely had a closed off ending (laughs) He, he gone <laughs> but yeah it, um yeah I think I think Ryan's character was a was a good and six was really good I really liked his character I like the way he portrayed it I mean I I I do like Ryan Gosling I am over Ryan Reynolds girls so not you know the Battle of the Ryans but I did actually really like Ryan in La La Land loved yeah. him in that yeah, I fair, loved yeah. him in that I thought it was brilliant. But you know, do you know what's kind of put me off though is now that I've watched The Grey Man and Ryan Gosling was so like hot and like sweaty and like killing people. Now he's fucking Ken in Barbie and Ken, and I'm like, <laughs> what in the name of Jesus? Like what? Like what a turn! It's like I'm going to go from <laughs> killing people to come on Barbie, let's go party, and I'm like. <laughs> what the fuck is happening I, I just I'm very excited to see it when it does come out but like I'm dead cute I, I love the fact that he's just worked with one Evans brother and now he's gonna work with the other one <laughs> yeah yeah and the cast oh my god just a side yeah. note but the cast oh my god but also did you not see like the, the little like transparency of it like the even like Lloyd even says like could somebody kill the Kendall or something like that so yeah nice at least yeah yeah it was good it was good it was good I know I was watching it with George next to me and he went is that a reference to him playing Ken and I was like probably it, it probably is because I more, mean more than on the nose yeah more than likely <laughs> the Russo brothers found out he was playing Ken and were like Lloyd <laughs> like, jo- like George Russo was like in the writing team like lads Somebody come up with a line that literally says like something to do with the fact that Ryan Gosling's just admitted to playing fucking Ken. Like, how are we? How are we all? Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder. Are the Russos going to do a little bit of like um, Stan Lee in a sense that every time they direct a movie, that they might pop themselves in for like a quick little they cameo do that or in most movies? Yeah, I do quite enjoy it. I like it's it. It's quite funny to see them. It, it took me a minute. I was watching it. And I was going. That's a Russo brother. It's definitely How a Russo brother. I know you? Who are you and what do you do for work? <laughs> Have yeah. I seen you down the supermarket before? No, Possibly. that's not it. No. But yeah, as I thought I thought Ryan's character in the whole like six storyline was really good. I thought it was really well thought out. Um, mm. and the action sequences in it were oh my fantastic. God, incredible. The in particular, the I don't know what you call it, a tram or would you call it a train? A tram. It's a, a tram. tram. It's a tram. It's okay. I have to. I have to because over here in Ireland we have them in Dublin, but they're called the Lewis. So that's why now I'm not spelled like L E W I S. It's spelled like L U A S. They're called the Lewis, but they are like trams essentially. But that particular scene 
and with like Anna driving alongside the car and all this fucking action movie sequence going on was fantastic. It was really, really well done. Saying that, you know, one of my other favorite scenes is where she wants the gun and he throws it to her and it's not loaded and she gets so angry and he's like, who throws a loaded gun? literally that was one of the best like like that little kind of in between like I, I liked how that relationship developed as well because it went from them literally just kind of being co-workers to not saying much to then her being like he's dodgy to then her being like right I'm turning you in and being like no no I can't turn you in because the people I work for are now also dodgy so you're my last you're my last hope yeah but, uh, that was that was really good as well yeah I think that's a good little topic to turn to Anna and her character. Oh, she, she was, was fantastic. Oh. She is she's a fantastic actress anyway. I do uh, quite enjoy her in movies yeah. because she is fantastic. Is she she's meant to be playing she's meant to be playing Marilyn Monroe, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she is playing Marilyn Monroe. Is that on Netflix soon, doesn't it? Yeah. Very excited Long. because Same. she looks so much like her. It's actually frightening it's like the whole lily james and pamela anderson thing i did not think for a second that was fucking yeah. lily james like jesus christ i'm not a lily james fan apologies to anybody who's listening i just don't like her it's the same with richard madden i think i just got quite angry with cinderella i don't know what i was just about to say she just doesn't like the live action cinderella like i didn't it. like the live action but that's not the point i just really i really dislike richard madden and i really dislike lily james but we'll move on to that in a minute but with anna's character for marilyn <laughs> she looks so much like her and is somebody who absolutely has always always adored Marilyn Monroe Marilyn Monroe's always been an idol to me when I seen it she was doing a movie I was thinking hmm I'm a bit hesitant as in as a fan but then I seen the, the photos and I was like Marilyn literally was reborn as Anna yeah it's literally. frightening it, it like frightening. as you said it's very I it's a bit kind of like the theory of like people from the past having doppelgangers because like that the actors and actresses nowadays don't need that much prosthetics and all that kind of hair and makeup done to look like them because it's quite frightening how much some actors look like each other or yeah. look like people from the past. For example, um, Bryce Dallas Howard, Jessica Chastain. I know. Yes. That is freaky what's her name uh nina dobrev and nina dobrev and victoria justice yeah i don't bit an image of each other it's it's frightening it is there's a lot of like celebrities that look like other celebrities and you don't realize how much until someone puts a picture next to them and you're like oh, they shit. could be twins yeah 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 they quite could literally be but like strange. with with the whole marilyn thing like and i was best like you know when you see those videos on like tiktok for example and it's like this cat this actor was meant to play this character like it was just set in stone i mean like lily james is pamela anderson amazing mm. i'm not a legend fan, but she did a brilliant job whereas mm. anna played marilyn it was just meant to be you just look at anna and you think you would play the perfect marilyn monroe there was actually two just as we will we, we will eventually get back to talking about Anna and her her we will, part in we will. this movie but just because we're on this particular topic there was two that I saw on TikTok that the more I actually thought about them they would have been better fit mm. so do did you ever watch was it oh, something I think it's once upon a time in Hollywood when Margot Robbie played mm-hmm. Sharon Tate yeah so fair enough she she did a good job playing Sharon Tate but Grace, who plays Chrissy in Stranger Things, yeah. they did like a side by side of her done in like uh like a black and white photo and like her hair done up like it. And she's the fucking spit mm-hmm. of Sharon Tate and actually would have been a better fit for that movie. And as well, the other one was what was the other one? Oh, uh in the new Elvis movie that Lana Del Rey actually would have been a much better fit 100%. to play Priscilla. 100 percent She's like that. Their hair, their makeup, their style, all the very same. And she would have played a 
perfect. Now I understand they probably needed someone who like that looked an awful lot younger to play Priscilla because <clears throat> we don't mean to call anyone out, but Elvis, she was only, what was it, 14? 14. 13 at the time. Um, so they needed someone who looked quite young in the face player, but Lana Del Rey would have been a perfect Priscilla for that movie as well. Perfect, perfect. I think also in regards to the Elvis movie, even Priscilla herself. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have seen her now. She's oh, yeah, I've seen her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she was a beautiful looking young woman. I can't say the same now. I mean, Priscilla, I love you back, but no, like you've had two, like literally, I pop you, like I put a fucking pin and you're going to pop like a balloon. Like she. Yeah, just lit- too much Botox and stuff. Yeah, that was her face just, ruined. Yeah, it has. It really has. And I think. You have to remember when you see the interviews, though, she absolutely idolized him and he idolized her. Mm. It was it was a very it was a relationship nobody nobody agreed with. Mm-hmm. However, when you see their love story and you see what they went mm. through and everything that they did together, he was good for her and to her, and she made mm-hmm. him a better, a better man. And it was it's mm. it's 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 clear as day that she did that um but yeah it was it's i haven't seen the new elvis movie i think i was slightly on the fence about it i'd actually rec i seen it i went with my mom to go see it because mom was a massive fan of elvis and it was it was really good now don't get me wrong austin butler's absolutely he's gorgeous anyway he's the only blonde boy that i get my knees for but it was so good that in parts in the movie Man was sitting beside me in the cinema and like it would, you know, he'd take off singing a song and man would lean into me and she'd go, oh, like that's that that's just a recording of like the real Elvis, isn't it? And I was like, no, ma'am, I'm like, I'm nearly sure that is that is him. She's like, no, it's not because he sounds just like him, even to the point where like they'd take clips in the movie of Austin done up as Elvis. And man would be like, well, that must have been taken from a concert back in the day. And I was like, no, ma'am. I'm like, that's the actor. That's not him. Ma'am's like, really? And I actually had to show because I found a TikTok of Austin Butler playing the guitar, acoustically singing a song. Sounded just like him. And ma'am was like, oh, Jesus. So it actually was him. I was like, yeah, it was. So it it was a fantastic movie. And I couldn't, I cannot look at Tom Hanks the same because to me, he was Woody. And then after I watched that movie, he was an evil man that killed Elvis. <laughs> I was like, I can't look at you the same, Tom Hanks. I just can't. I desperate, I desperately need to watch it. I mean, I was a bit on the fence because everyone that I would like at that spot had seen it, and they were like, "Don't even bother wasting your breath. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's horrific." And my auntie, who was like, my auntie had to take time off work and school after Elvis died. I think she took three weeks. Because she was that big of an Elvis fan. She was so mentally unstable after the death that Man Cromwell was thinking of coming in. <laughs> she, she was a big Elvis fan. Like, like my mum, like, literally followed Bon Jovi around on a tour when she was about 21 and we dad. And, like, nice. like, 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 that's that's why I listen to the music that I listen to. Um, but, yeah, like, Annie Tracy... I said to her, are you going to go see the new Elvis film? She went, no, because there's only one Elvis in my eyes, and that is Elvis Presley himself. And she's like, I don't want to go and see a movie about it. I don't want to watch a documentary. I don't like that stuff. I know how he was, and I don't want anyone to change that, especially Hollywood. That's what she mm. said. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, that's fair, to be fair. Like that, if you're a yeah. diehard fan of someone, sometimes when they decide that they want to do these like biopics of their life, some of them butcher them and they don't do a great job on them and like that it sometimes paints them out to be either worse or sometimes better than what they actually were you know so I I can see where she where she's coming from but I would recommend anyone that hasn't seen it to go and see it because I thoroughly enjoyed it but Back to the grey man, nonetheless. And we're talking about Anna's character because we kind of went on a tangent there talking yes. about her being Marilyn Monroe. But Yeah, Anna was brilliant as Mich- Michelle. No. We can do this. Not so Michelle. Mich- no. <laughs> Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> I don't know where I got Michelle from. 
you know what it, it is? It's because there's a Margaret and a Miranda. In that's it. what so I'm that's getting why, confused. About. Yeah, that's where you're getting confused. That's completely yeah. understandable. Thank you. And um, no, I I I love the character. I love the sass of her. I love the. I'll deal with this because you clearly fucking can't. It's the. Hmm. I'm not risking my career over you, and then it's the whole. Don't I need you to do this first? <laughs> it's like I'm yeah. gonna get what I want. It's very, it's a selfish way of, her character is very selfish, but in the way that she'd think of, of things very selfishly. And then she'll go, oh, for fuck's sake. And then she'll deal with it properly or she'll deal with it herself yeah. to a, to an extent where obviously he's causing a fucking train wreck. Pardon the pun, obviously with a tram. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, <laughs> but then like, she's like, I'll come save you. And she's like, jump, get in the fucking car. <laughs> It's like, but like she, the, the it, but they even did like the movie done a really good job of like that like looping around like past jokes or like past statements that were made at the beginning because as you said Caitlin that scene with him tossing her the gun and it wasn't loaded and they having that little spat to then at the end where they were breaking into like the mansion and then she's like uh I it make sure it's loaded but then she's also like I want the big one like give me the big gun yeah. because like you're, you're not having it so the film did a really good job with their character developments as well in that sense of like the kind of tit for tat yeah well it is the it's the whole as you said at the start she was just like she wanted her career back yeah that's what she it was, was getting... that's mainly focused on she wanted that career yeah because they were well punishing her for other people think all because she was partners with him. Mm. Oh, been partner, but thing is, they'd partnered them together, and therefore they blamed yeah. her. And it was like it was very like it was very toxic. I do actually think that Anna played a character really well in the sense that she's like, "Fuck this shit! I ain't gonna let anybody do this to me." It's like if I want something done, I'm gonna do it myself. Like she was very like empowered and all this stuff, and she was. A, she was possibly, I mean, like I said, she's number two on my favourites of the of, of four or five characters. That yeah. was the kind of list on my, on my... Well, I mean, especially in the scene where she was going to collect six. Yeah. And she, like, using the dark gun, shot um, Lloyd, got six all the way to the trunk. And, and then shot him. And then shot him yeah. again because he wasn't doing what she wanted him to do. And he's gone, yeah. and she's gone, like, literally, it's like, sat there, like, mm, and she's, like, pushing him with the barrel. <laughs> she's like, get in the car! <laughs> yeah. So it she, was fantastic. Yeah. I, th- I think, I, I did, like, I, I liked her wit. I think she was a brilliant character, and she looked fucking gorgeous. Oh, she did. Oh, she looked beautiful. Yeah. They... I do, oh, I do want to talk about... I will say his name right. Reggie Jean, I think it's Reggie Jean. I don't know his last name. I can't remember it off my top of my head. <laughs> Basically, the dickhead that was, uh, what's his name? Carmichael. The Duke. We'll call him the Duke. I can't call him the Duke. <laughs> He's no longer the Duke. The Duke is no longer in Bridgerton. Bastard. Um, he might be. There was rumours that he put out, he did put out a statement saying he's not back. He's not going back in. When did he do that? When the photos were emerging of him and John Bailey. Uh, going out for dinner he put on he put out either a post or a story saying i am i'm not returning guys i'm sorry it was just we just went out for lunch don't believe what they're what telling you kind of thing like literally they went out for lunch and they were bombarded with paparazzi oh my god it's a meeting they're getting ready for season three the duke is back and i was a bit like i was a bit like lads if you didn't see him in a fucking top hat and waistcoat he's not going to be back in bridgerton like if he's eating a fucking subway camera tits he's not yeah. going to be back in season three like Oh, it was, it was, yeah, it, it was, it was funny. I mean, he did kind of like shut down the time. I think it all went mad. And then about three hours later, he kind of like just was like, shut the fuck up. Like, mm. shut up. Um, but his character was a twat. He played him very played, well. Played it very well. Yeah, played it very, very well. Very well. Very you immediately from, yeah, you immediately from the stairs didn't like him. Like there was no like, coaxing you into being like oh you're, you've sent him to kill this lad like he's done bad but like that straight away there's the interrogation of like did he have something on him do you have it that you're not telling us like and then straight away 
we're we're getting Lloyd to kill him because he can't he can't be trusted. So you straight away there was no there was never going to be anything redeeming about his character. So no. he did a very good job of playing the asshole straight off the bat. Just just a little side note, his name is Reggie Jean Page. I couldn't think of his last name. His last name I was Page. gonna call him I was gonna call him Piaget for his last name. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I was like, who the fuck is Piaget? But then that's a fucking Oh, lads, my secondary education is gone. John Piaget. Who the fuck is John Piaget? Why is that name in my head? John Piaget. Is he a poet? John Piaget. That's gonna bug me. Anyway, on, sorry. Can, thank you. I think he's a poet. Please be a poet. Yeah. That's it. I did it from a leaving start English. That's why I had to learn his poetry. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Now I think he played a really good. He played a villain as well as also you know. I think that was what he was meant to play in the in the beginning. Like I'm playing a villain. Let me like but a villain that has a massive bit of authority, who has that stance of authority within the government that I can do whatever I want, however I want, and I will literally make everyone else take the fall for it. Mm. Which is exactly what he did in the movie. Yeah. I think personally he was a lot more he was written a lot more manipulative in a very understated way. Because he, he got what he cool. wanted. He got everything technically done, but it was so understated and he had everyone else doing all of the dirty work. Yeah. That yeah. his manipulation didn't seem half as bad as Lloyd's did. Yeah. Because it was Lloyd was openly. Lloyd yeah. did every part of Lloyd's manipulation and impulsiveness was all done so in the open that you couldn't pretend he wasn't. He was kind of the front man while you know Carmichael was kind of the puppeteer the master of the puppets in the background pulling the strings so like that he could be conniving and sly but as you said in a very understated way whereas Lloyd was just fucking full out there manic sociopath like guns had no issue yeah, yeah literally, literally guns blazing so it was fantastic I did like that little moment though towards the end where the I don't think they actually gave him a name I think they called him Lone Wolf Mm-hmm. But the guy who ended up taking the necklace, but gave it back to uh, Miranda because he had caught wind that they might be killing a girl upstairs. And then he gave it back to her because he said, I don't want you can keep the money because these aren't honorable people. So, you know, I suppose in, to some extent, there's honor amongst thieves yeah, in that I sense. But, you know, to them, to him, it was very much this is crossed a huge line so it showed that there was a bit of humanitarianism there but not an awful lot just going back to Miranda's character for a moment the sense the literal sense like the second she got wind that there was a child involved she was immediately like no this has to stop Mm. and that's why I think a lot of the things that she did was because she knew that Six would be able to get that child back And that's why she's Mm. like, I need to be able to help him in order to do that. I'm not going to have a child die on my watch, which is why I think she was quite sympathetic to Six not taking the shot in the original scene in Bangkok because she was she was watching and she was going, it's compromised. Like, you can't do it. Yeah, because he said there's collateral. So he knew he wasn't going to take it. But Carmichael was very much like, I don't care. You're approved for for collateral just just take the shot so she knew herself because there was a kid up there it she kind of it foreshadowed that later on in the movie there was also going to be a need for his character to be protecting in in that way so like yeah. that, it did once again add to their their relationship a little it bit did, and it also good. added to six's relationship as well like the second he seen the kid he was like nope no i'm mm. not doing that but i think obviously that has to do with six's backstory with his brother He's very, yeah. very much of a, he protected his brother against his dad and all this stuff. And I mean, obviously. That just... was my one, that was my one thing with the film was obviously like that. They probably explain it more in the books, which I will have to read. But I do feel like they just, Six's answer for why he was in prison was very glossed over. And then only having the one flashback to his dad trying to fucking smother him in a bathtub obviously foreshadows that the relationship was abusive you know that's doesn't take a genius to work that out but I just don't like that it was kind of glossed over that it wasn't kind of explained 
in a, a bit more, more detail. Yeah, I would have liked that. So like they could have pushed the movie really to about two hours, 15 minutes and just gave the extra few minutes to explain how he ended up in prison properly. But it could do it if there is if it opens up to do another movie and like that. He, you know, it might open up that he might explain it to child's name again Claire. <laughs> the pair Claire. of you yeah literally I can't I can oh. think of fucking everyone else and I can't think of the child's name but it could open it up it could open it up later on down the line that he might end up explaining <laughs> to Claire down the line what his relationship was like with his dad and, and with his brother which would be an interesting concept I would like to see Miranda and Six get back together and do a little takedown oh, yeah. the CIA yeah. I think that could be a really good Grey Man 2 movie Yes, yeah. it could be. It really could. I thought it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it, and the characters were brilliantly developed, and the acting was fantastic throughout all of them. It was. It was so good. But I but mean, sure, it, that's actually that's a good that's that's a good little tip. Now, considering none of us have read the books, let's give if they were to make a second one, what are your predictions to where they could possibly take? the second movie if there was to be one Caitlin do you want to go first I think Miranda and Six would probably want to take down Carmichael and Suzanne yeah yes yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) because I was shot in the ass Suzanne (laughs) yes I think if there was a second one it would be a good segue into them teaming up to completely get rid of Carmichael and Suzanne and remove them from their positions yeah couldn't agree I mean that but also getting a little bit of a wind of what he did after he left Claire what what did that's he do what, where did he go that's what I was about to say was that I I would agree that if they did a second movie that I agree with Caitlin that I think it would very much be focused on um them trying to take down Carmichael but I also would love to see Six kind of training Claire so that if there was a second movie brought in that she would be able to defend herself or that if he ended up getting captured that she would have the skill set and the knowledge to then possibly maybe take over in his line of work but not I mean not she's not going to become fucking a hitman like let's be realistic here but I would like to see that whole kind of thing of like him training her for like self-defense. Yeah. But like it ended up being like, well, shit, he's gone. He's been taken. It's up to me now because I can't lose anybody else. That's the dynamic I would love to see it going. I'd like to see if that's in the books. I really would. I really would like to Mm. see if that's in the books. How many books are they? I'm going to say six, but I could be wrong. Let me check. As you can see, we we do all our um, research on the go. Our research, <laughs> yeah. On the fly. There's no point in doing it beforehand because this is oh, the whole point. It's an unhinged podcast, lads, with unfiltered answers. So exactly. we, have to, we have to do these things on the fly. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four. Also, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven? How long? I don't know how I feel about reading that many books. Yeah, yeah. If they're like if maybe each book is maybe about 200 pages, sure, no problem. But if they're like 500 pages each, I'm afraid I'm not reading that many books as to find out. I'll read the first two. They're, they're about yeah. they're about um they're about 300 400 pages each but even if we did it like down the line if if like for example the gray man 2 was ever announced like we could do it like so we could pace the books you'd have a better chance of me reading the bible <laughs> don't you do that every sunday andrea on my knees 24 7 oh i wouldn't expect anything less from me darling i you dirty bitch <laughs> I'm well behaved, I promise. All right, because you can set foot in church and that's on fire. I fucking can. I sing in the choir. Thank you very much. Do you? Shall we, yeah. shall we go back to like beginning of this podcast episode where Andrea was saying she'd be on her knees? 
actually, I think she said that multiple times this podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You mentioned you want to lick a man's scar and you want to get on your knees and suddenly you're the whore of Babylon. Okay. <laughs> oh, please. Whenever you have ever denied. Do you remember when she used to be a prude? Do you remember this, Caitlin? The good old time she was a prude? It's my favorite. My favorite video is of Andrea at her door going, Mom, they're trying to corrupt me. These women have me corrupt. And you did. Yes. You did. did. So I was was a good girl. Thank you very much. Until ye corrupted me. Yes. However, (laughs) you were very easily corrupt. So really, that's on you. Yeah, I'm just led. I'm just easily led astray. It's a well, bit like when Mam says to me, if, "If the girls jumped off a bridge, would you follow them?" And I'd be like, well, "There was something good at the bottom of it." Yeah. <laughs> if Ryan Gosling was at the bottom fun. of it, yeah. Yeah, have fun. Um, that would be the time where you go. Well, they wouldn't be doing it for the fun of it. There yeah. must be something there. <laughs> there has to be a bounty I castle. <laughs> I still. <laughs> I still have the photo on my Snapchat memories of when Andrea sent me a text. That, no, and Andrea sent me a text. I'm sick to fucking death of seeing all these fucking TikToks and you telling me I need to read the fucking books. I ordered the Den of Vipers. I was like, I put out my story, Percy's ordered Den of Vipers. This is so exciting. And the woman has never been the same since. She's been changed everything. Literally, it literally did. You wouldn't mm. believe us about a year ago. This woman was as fucking prude as shit. Time has changed. Oh, it has. If I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, she, she wouldn't. She should be saying, "Oh, I'll be on my knees for church for Jesus, not for Ryan Gosling." She wouldn't say anything like that. No, no, no. Of course no. not. And I wasn't I wasn't that devout to the church, right? I, I, let's be let's call a spade a spade. I went for Christmas, Easter, and funerals and anniversaries and weddings and stuff. <laughs> it's not like I went every Saturday. I wasn't that devout. Mm. Yeah. But, it was, it, yeah, Mum Mary. I was, was well behaved. Yeah. Yeah, and then you met us and you realized what the fuck's what's what's the reason for that? You wouldn't oh, change. blessings and saves. Wouldn't change. Wouldn't change it for the world. No. But to give our final ratings, uh, <laughs> ladies, out of ten, what would you give the Grey Man after watching it? I'd probably give it a ten. Okay, scoring high. Yeah, I really well, well, I, 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 I said ten because I was thinking I like kind of went through it in my mind quickly. I thought the character development, things like that. No, quite- you lie. You went through it in your mind and immediately went back to the torture scene, and you went ten. I'd give it a 10. No, I did not. Do not paint me as some sort of dodgy, dodgy, filthy whore. No. I'll I paint went. you how I want to paint you. <laughs> I'll I will. Like one of my French girls. <laughs> I will bite your toes. Don't start with me, child. No, I... Don't be telling the internet you have a foot fetish now. You I don't have a foot one fetish. I will just, you know what? I'll send the cat. <laughs> oh, not the cat! I've already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll send the Nothing cat. Just like your toes, Andrea. Just like your toes. Yeah. He also likes Megan's hand. Mister <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I'd nine, ten, something like that. Caitlin, I'd probably say eight, purely because movies like that aren't really my. They're not my go-to. Saying that, I did really thoroughly enjoy it, and I would watch it again but i'd still stick with eight just for the like i mean it's still a good rating compared considering yeah. but yeah yeah no I, i'm with you i'm i'm along this i'm in the same boat as Caitlin. i'd give it an eight there was nothing wrong with it but like that i just feel like the little bits that i pointed out of like kind of glossing over six's backstory and that like that it opens it up to if they're making a sequel they'll probably explain it more and like that if they do then that means by all means the second one could get a higher rating than the first one but i'd give it an a it was really really good action sequences were fantastic it was well directed the cast they picked for it were fantastic and you know i couldn't see them replacing anyone with anyone else so it was very very good film uh i'd give it an eight out of ten fabulous Hmm. i'm quite i've quite enjoyed this little review podcast Oh, right. We sounded so professional until we went into tangents about Marilyn Monroe, celebrity doppelgangers, Penny barking downstairs. You know, it was 
it was exactly how I thought it was going to go, which was unhinged. But we kept on track. Hey, we, ended on the, the we ended on the topic we started on. Exactly. Normally we kind of go on little side topics and we'll go, but just sum off what we said about 25 hours ago. <laughs> We're boomerangs. We start yeah. off at one thing, then we throw it and it'll eventually come back to us. Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. But yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I like to see if they do anything else for the Greyman series. Interesting. Yeah. If any of you out there have any other movies that you would like us to review, by all means, send us a DM on our Instagram. Get in touch with us and we will watch it and we will review it. Yeah. 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 And we will see you next week for another podcast episode. We will indeed. See you later, you unhinged people. Bye, my loves. Bye. Bye. Bye.